Okay, people, so we are now getting into part two of this week's episode, right? So we have a review, we've got an interview. Yeah, I think you're going to find it interesting, all right? So people, sit back and let's get it cracker-cracking. So people, if you don't know, right now is CineJoy. Yeah, that's right. It's the 31st CineQuest Film Festival. Started on the 20th of March and it is running all the way to the 30th. So you still have time to go watch stuff. Now, one of the films playing during this festival is Demon. Mm-hmm. That is correct, people. And this is the debut feature from George Lewis Barlett. Barlett co-wrote the film with Theo McDonald. And um, it stars Ryan Walker-Edwards, Jacob Hawley, Rachel Jackson, Imola Gasper, David Scholl, Gary Beadle and uh, Gemma Redgrave. So um, the gist of this, um, yeah, of this interesting piece is when an unpaid train ticket fine comes back to haunt him, office worker Ralph flees London to a forest motel where a temporary hideout becomes a nightmarish purgatory and emerging ghosts of the past force him to confront the loss of his father. Yeah. So it is definitely an interesting piece, right? We start off with, um, yeah, I, I think, well, we get to see Ryan, um, sorry, Ralph even, we get to see a nice side of Ralph. You know, he's um, bought a birthday cake for his mum, right? Doing a real nice little thing. We get a, um, a, 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 a Colin the Caterpillar appearance. You know, the, the go-to birthday cake for many. But this occasion also marks uh, one of, like, the worst experiences for Ralph. Right, so this is when him and his mother find out that his dad has gone. You know, so, yeah, tough times, tough times. And the film kind of goes from there. Now, interestingly enough, right, what we have is, it, it, like, it's a, you know, the, the birthday footage is this grainy kind of camcorder footage. Then we get this 16-bit kind of video game. But all of a sudden, we're in black and white. Right? We're in black and white, which I think is an interesting choice to make. Right? So we, we have this film. And, um, yeah, it kind of... I think it takes away all the distractions so you can concentrate on this story. And, um, boy, <laughs> boy.
boy. It is just, it's full of these crazy mistakes. These crazy, just weird choices from our character. You know, so, um, yeah, we, we see him get the summons, right? And then he's trying to get the money. Trying all he can to get the money. But what I think you realize from the Gideon is Ralph, he's not necessarily a bad person. But he, he does seem to be one that kind of wants everything here and now. Right? If he needs help, then you need to give him the help now. You know, like nothing can wait. Right? And yeah, you know, as we see, he's, he's the type of person that doesn't pay a fine straight away and then is a little bit baffled when you know what I mean that spirals into something else but uh yeah it's it's just these terrible choices now also I think something that's interesting is a lot of the very simple camera choices right a, a lot of these simple choices that um you know I think uh Gary has has chosen to so George even has chosen to it began with a G. He's chosen to utilize. You know, we get a lot of these close-ups on the face. Right? So I think so you can really kind of hone in and see what's happening, right? See the emotional impact of these moments. Right? And, and I think that. That is definitely a, um, you know, I think I think it's a clear mark of George's understanding of filmmaking, right? Being his first feature, right? There's definitely going to be things which, you know, you do well, and some things that don't always come across quite as well. But I, I think these little elements. These are very good storytelling elements. And especially when you're on a short budget, right? Budget's low. So it's, you know, you want to try and tell this story in a in a good way. And yeah, this this does help to do that. Right? So we we just have we have him make these terrible <laughs> decisions, right? These terrible decisions. And he ends up in this remote really kind of remote motel right it does kind of remind you of honey boy you know the motel that um he you know honey boy staying in is is very kind of similar to that but here we do get some of the i'd say slight missteps of um the script right because i think we've got the hotel clerk he some of the his dialogue isn't necessarily the best right but you you understand what what it is like you know what's trying to get across with these you know streams of dialogue and it's again it's with 
Clem, Ralph's friend, who comes to help him out. There is this one bit where he's like, um, I think everything is cool, but then he's just like, hey, as guys, we don't necessarily, and you're just like, Ugh. you know, I, I just don't know if that, like, the, the, it just ruined the flow of the conversation slightly, but you can see what they wanted to do there, right, M make it clear that this guy is trying to get Ralph to open up, right, but these are just small, minor little, ain't minor little pieces that, you know, flounder, but, uh, you know, everything else, it's, um, it's definitely interesting, right? Now, I think what was also interesting was, so amongst all of this, amongst all the film that we're seeing, we then get the memories, right? But the memories, you know, and especially of his father and all of that, they come to us in color, which is, it, it, it's a nice touch because you kind of get that, um, that whole thing of these are happy moments, right? So the happiness is color and like this mundane reality, that's the black and white, right? So I, I really like that aspect of it and the way it all kind of interplays and intersperses with our storyline. You know, we do get some really compelling imagery. You know, the, um, there's this weird kind of vision scene that you don't know if it's real or if it's not real, right? And it's, uh, it's in black and, it's, sorry, it's in red. It's got a red kind of tinge to it. Now, the, the real kind of crazy thing is, what we see in this scene, it kind of impacts a bit later on when, you know, Ralph is trying to, you know, make plans to escape, right? So um, I think that's interesting. But yeah, you, you do wonder, it's like, is this a, a, a fever dream? Is this, you know, a, a reality like, what's, what is this, right? But it, it plays very well, and especially with the, the, you know, the whole red tone. Now, there's also a part when um, the cleaning lady, right, the cleaning lady from the motel, Ralph gives her some cigarettes, and we just have her smoking. But it's the way it's just, I think, captured. Right, you have a leaning back and then smoking and then that smoke haze. It's very just ah compelling. Right? It is this really, I don't know, picturesque kind of moment. But the shame is we then get a hard cut to the next day, which is a shame. Right? So I think some of the cuts are a little bit too you know what I mean? But the story does take some, we do take some fun twists, right? We definitely take some fun twists here, which um, 
I, 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 there's, there is a, there, <laughs> there is a scene where you do think, oh, is it gonna go? That might be connected too. So you have an idea of where it's going, but not on how it's gonna play out. And the way it plays out is a bit like, yo, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like, okay, so you need to escape that badly. <laughs> like, damn, Ralph, damn. <laughs> it's just, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. But yeah, as the film winds down, you know, you do then see that Ralph isn't maybe as bad as you what you thought he might be but there is a there is another great moment with um our our uh, our bail about hmm, bailiff right and I, I i think it um yeah goes show a bailiff's life is um Maybe not the best. <laughs> I think that is the end conclusion of the film, right? A bailiff's life is maybe not the best. <laughs> uh, now, I don't know about the ending, right? Because with everything that went on, I don't know. Right, I, I think sometimes you think, right, the character needs to go on this specific journey. Like, you want to know that someone has, I think, gone through the cycle. And I don't know if you do for me, right? I, I don't know if I was a bit like, yeah, I, I see Ralph's journey going in this direction. But it, it was definitely an interesting way to take it for sure and it not necessarily listen it's not necessarily a bad thing to do for the character like i just myself i was like ah i don't know i don't know but demon is a very interesting first film right very interesting first film and i i think visually Visually, I, I really enjoyed it. I, I, I did really enjoy it. I enjoyed the music and all of that within the film. I think the only um, downsides to it as such would be some of the dialogue. Now, not all the dialogue, because I think as a whole... Right, the interplay between the characters and all of that, it does work. Right? I, I, I think it does work and it comes across as yeah, I see that happening. Right? And that does seem like a valid conversation and all of that. So you know, that side of things, yeah, it, it it's all um it's all fine. The yeah, but um yeah. It is just the, um, it is just some of it, uh, you know, not not so much. But, yeah, it, it's definitely worth a look, I would say, you know, definitely worth a look. So people, as I said, look, this is part of 
the um, part of the current Cinejoy Film Festival. So, um, listen, there'll be a link to it in the episode details. So, yeah, you can go check it out. Enjoy. Have fun. And, hey, you know, I wouldn't be surprised, you know, if we see some um, interesting things from all involved here. Because, yeah, it, it's got an interesting take on a story that we have, um, you know, we've dipped into in other guises, you know, at other times. But, yeah, check it out. Demon, you know. It's interesting, people. And it is, as I said, the debut film from George Lewis Bartlett. Okay, people. So, today I have got George Lewis Bartlett and Ryan Walker Edwards. So, George wrote and directed Demons. And Ryan, well, Ryan's the, the, the scallywag who is starring in the film. Right? <laughs> that's, that's a nice introduction. That's a nice introduction. Yeah, I like that. Right, no, one thing that... Um, oh, what have I done? Um, okay. One thing that I thought was very interesting, like it always, like you think, oh, how did that come about, right? Because the film's like introducing Ryan Walker-Edwards. So you always wonder like, oh, so what does that mean? Like... You, you were walking down the street one day and they saw you and were like, hey, you want to be in this film? Come on. <laughs> How did the involvement all come around? Because I take it this is your like first feature, right? Yeah, my first feature. Um, I think that one was really sort of like working with George. I mean, George and I, we both went to the same school in Birmingham. Uh, we worked on a few short films when we were around about sort of like 16. And then, you know, went off to do our things, lived the life, you know, university mm -hmm. working and then George then approached me with uh, Theo McDonald who's the co-writer with George and they were like yeah let's you know do this kind of like weird demon thing and yeah we came together and did that. Cool and yeah. um, George where did the story come from? Um, uh, well I used to live in, in Germany um, and um, I, uh, the, the train system there is nationalized. And so if you don't pay a fine, uh, you have to go to court and like maybe go to jail for a couple of days. Um, and so, uh, I didn't go to jail, but, uh, kind of narrowly avoided it. Uh, but have ever since kind of been haunted by this, this faceless authority, uh, of, 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 I don't know. Being, being done for, for a small amount of money that I didn't even know I had to pay. Um, and so when me and Theo were bouncing ideas to do something, because it kind of came from a, practica a practical place of, of let's just go and make a movie, yeah. um, that we, you know, I'd previously worked with Ryan like at that last summer on a short film for Channel 4. And, you know, so that relationship was, was freshly renewed, as it were. And uh, it all, yeah, it just kind of the Ryan and my my experiences kind of uh, just slotted well together. Ah, uh -huh. interesting. Okay, because um, I liked the uh, the choices that were made visually, right? So was black and white 
a budgetary constraint or was that just you know to best tell this story let's start off like this let's do it in this manner both i think um i think what we've tried to do is use was write a film uh within our budgetary constraints so we uh knew that we could make a b movie in black and white for the money that we had so we wrote a b movie in black and white a kind of that was inspired by these 40s uh, film noir poverty row type movies um and that also happened to fit kind of in a, in, a, in a serendipitous way with the story and with this idea of a guy on the run um and being young and in, in in England today, I guess. So um, the, the black and white actually was how I saw the film at first. I got scared and then we did a teaser yeah. of color and it just didn't work. And so we were just like, let's go with our gut. It's also gonna be uh, more controllable. You know, we can do more things with black and white with the amount of money that we have. So uh, yeah, it was, it was a bit of both, I'd say. Okay. I, I mean, I really like the black and white, you know, myself. And I thought then it works with the memories in colour, mm. right? Because um, I think the way I, I, I kind of thought about it was like the black and white is the drudgery, right? It's this current situation and the happy times are the memories. So that's in colour and it makes sense kind of from that point of view so I, I like that's how it kind of jumped off to me and that's I enjoyed it in that way you know mm. yeah that's really interesting Ryan what do you what do you think about that um to be honest the uh going back and sort of like you know shooting these sort of segments in color were sort of like the best thing um because I think it just added a little bit more to the sort of like backstory of the movie and Ralph's character. So I think that was a decision that we kind of made collectively um, just to add further context to the film and what the character Ralph was going through. Mm. So, yeah. Okay. And um, how do you think Ralph should be perceived in this? You know what? Ralph is an anti-hero. <laughs> Ralph, <laughs> Ralph is not sort of, he, Ralph isn't, uh, he's not meant to be sort of like the sort of like, you know, hero saves a day. Like he's essentially just a human where, you know, he goes through the good things and the bad things and he makes bad situations. But I mean, that's kind of like we, what we all do in life. So I think Ralph is sort of like just meant to be perceived as, as he is where he is a character who has flaws, but then he's also trying to do well as well. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I see it. There's definitely times I'm thinking, Ralph, you are so Yeah, yeah, that is that is definitely that is definitely the thing. And it was it was sort of it was quite interesting when we were sort of like filming it. You know, I was going back to sort of George and Theo, like, oh, like you know, Ralph, is he not like? And uh, sort of George and Theo was saying, no, like he needs, you know, he's not meant to be like this sort of like you know uh, character. He's yeah. he he's got his flaws and he does make mistakes. Where when you are watching the film, you're like, oh my gosh, like really. Really, bro. Really, <laughs> and I think that's you know the, the irony of it. Really, like he just keeps digging himself into this bigger hole where it just becomes you know it's above him at the end of yeah. it. Yeah. But he then puts a blanket over the woman, and you're just like, 
Oh, that's nice. Uh, yeah. You know I mean? yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Why are you doing this, Ralph? I meant to, I'm hating you at the moment, but then yeah, you're, you're redeeming yourself. Stop it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that's, yeah, that, I mean, it's talking to George because we did like talk about that situation. Um, you were sort of like the director and writer, George, like what was, including that scene, like how, how did you sort of like come to that? I think, I think yeah, Kevin hit the yeah. nail on the head. Um, yeah. It, it it wasn't put in there, I think, to change the audience's opinion of, of Ralph. And I think, I think, you know, Ralph's quite close to both me, Ryan, me, Ryan and Theo, actually. Like, we're all slightly neurotic in our own way. <laughs> and so, and that sometimes comes yes, out. <laughs> in, that's why I no, uh, that, that, that's why it comes out and it can come out in, in ways that are really annoying to other people, you know, but I think um, this guy, um, you know, sees, sees this woman uh, and she's not, doesn't look particularly cold, but uh, he figures that he'll turn off the, the noisy machine and, and let her get some sleep. And with that, I guess, comes the almost motherly, action of of putting the blanket over over Carla but I mean what yeah Kevin what did you what did you make of Ralph in the end like what was your what's your final weighing up of, of his heart I mean I know I've known people like Ralph right the the amount of times because you know back in the day that, that was the thing you know like going getting into London right from where I used to live so we, I used to live just outside of London. And so me and my friends would go into London, you know, go clubbing at the weekend and all of that. Sometimes didn't have money for the train, right? So it's like jumping off trains and all of this. And sometimes people got caught. And so you, you'd have your friends be like, oh, I got a ticket on the train. And then it'd be like, eh, not going to pay it. And then it'd be like, see him next. He'd be like, oh, I've got this letter. It says I owe this amount of money. And we're like, why didn't you pay the fine? What's wrong with you? Why didn't you pay the first fine? And then be like, eh. And you see him again and be like, oh yeah. So now they're saying I owe this much. And be like, Jesus Christ, paid the money, right? And it just builds and builds. You're just like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And it makes you anxious. You're just like, God damn yeah. it. So you, you, you know that person, right? And you know the person that, they're not terrible, right? They're not a terrible person, but, the, it, sometimes they are a bit about themselves yeah. right and I think we see that in Ralph you know like he he gets the help from his friend but the help isn't quite like how Ralph wants it so it's just like <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake man mm. like what yeah. do you do it's a, like there's no gratitude there's no like oh thanks man you really helped me and he's like well you've been my laptop well yeah I, I thought you might yeah you can take it Right, and it's just like, she's Ralph, say thank you, man. <laughs> so you're watching it and you you do, you understand, right? I think you, you understand Ralph. There are moments when you're just like, oh, you really fucked up now. But to at the end of it, you redeem him because we then see, oh, he didn't do the thing that you feared he might have done, right? There's that one thing that you're thinking, why did you do that like all the other stuff is kind of weird crazy but you can you can understand then there's that one thing that you're just like ah ralph what the fuck I, like that mm. 
I don't, I can't back you on that. That's the, that's the one thing I can't back you on, man. But then we realize, okay, cool. So it's all spiraling and everything, but then you see these moments, like the, I feel the blanket over the woman for me, it felt kind of like, because you know, with his dad gone, he's the man in the house. So he's been helped. He was probably helping his mum out, right? Mm -hmm. So it kind of was a flashback to that. So he's like, he's probably come home sometimes and his mum's been working, he's put the blanket over her. And then in with the lorry, his dad being a lorry driver, so you get that whole thing at towards the end, and then it's just like, oh, what the fuck am I doing, man? Yeah. Right? Because then we get the flash back and all of that. And so it's a bit like you have all of these kind of pulls on Ralph throughout the film. So you're kind of like, okay, right? Okay. I'm 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 fine with Ralph. I don't like. I was a bit like, oh, I don't know if I want him completely getting away with shit. Yeah. But I, but you know, I get it. I yeah. get it. Right. That that yeah. is how I kind of yeah viewed yeah. it all. But I just think, hope he clears it up with his boy because yeah. <laughs> you're a shit, Ralph. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's that's one the, the feedback that we um kind of sort of got at the end. It's like, oh, has he has he cleared it up with Ken? Well, he's played by Jacob Hawley. Has he cleared it up? Has he cleared it up? Because you know there is that sort of like thing there where Kent wants sort of like the best for Ralph, but doesn't really know how to do it. Yeah. Um. And with the sort of like you know the tape recorder at the end where he explains everything, uh, with like it doesn't really matter what Ralph's going through, he's still there for him. It's quite like a nice sort of like you know touch on it, but then it escalates again with the situation that he gets into. So yeah. Yeah. Although I will say, when you do see him again you do need to slap him, right? Because that's your dad's tape. He went and recorded over your dad's tape. Like, what yeah. are you doing? I mean, it's not like you could get this shit back. He's just yeah. ruined this tape, this memory, this, this one memento that, yeah, and he's gone and put his dirty little voice all over it. So he does need to slap for that. I, I will co-sign yeah. that. You know what I mean? All right, yeah, yeah. That, that probably that probably what would would happen if there ever was sort of like a part to it would sort of be, oh mate, good to see you, but listen, why did you do that? So, yeah, that'd be quite cool. <laughs> oh man. So how long does this all take to film? We shot it over um I'm sorry about my video by the way, it's all uh no, no, we, it's fine, man. We shot it over twelve days, Ryan? Yeah, 12, 12 days. Um, yeah, then there was some, white like, stuff. Yeah. Yeah, then those pickups as well. So yeah. So yeah, 12 days. Ah, nice. And were there many changes from the original script? Like, did you go back and be like, actually, that doesn't work. Um, let's add this instead, uh, you know, or is it pretty much what was envisioned from the very start? I mean, Ryan, I'm interested to hear what you have to say, but I also would add that... Um, it's strange because the film feels exactly how me and Theo, I'm not sure if Theo feels the same, but exactly how me, when we were talking about it, I wanted the film to feel. Um, but we did make loads of changes. Like we went back and added stuff. And I mean, Ryan, from the first read to the movie, what, what do mm. you think? Uh, I, I think, yeah, there was, there were a few changes. Um, I, I, I think 
what was kind of like surprising is I think just the changes that were made were were great because like I said before uh, it sort of added more context to what was going on because the film is slightly weird and crazy and that sort of stuff um but yeah there were a few scenes which were kind of like in there with like you know the fight scene with the the bailiff uh, David Shaw that was slightly changed but it was all kind of based on sort of like location and sort of like what we could do like within the budget as well yeah. so um yeah that's why I saw most of the changes yeah I mean, a lot of the changes were um, were additions. You know, I also yeah. edited the movie, so which is a good thing and a nightmare at the same time because <laughs> I literally would wake up in the middle of the night, go to my computer and make a change. And that's not healthy. Um, and it was like that for like 12 months, you know, maybe longer, 18 months. So... Yeah. Lots of little changes, but the the the, the structure of the script um, was the, was the same. I mean, I'm not sure if like about spoilers or whatever, but that thing you were talking about earlier that uh, we find out he didn't actually do. Mm -hmm. Well, that the shot that reveals that was like we shot it, but it was never actually in the cut until until I locked the picture until like the last last cut, you know. So okay. It was it was a conversation that we had, uh, you know, quite differing opinions on. Do we need to know that he didn't do this thing, really? You know, um, so it's just things like that, really, that that changed. Yeah. Cool. I mean, I don't think. I think the film still would have worked without it, mm. but I did think it was it was that amusing little 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 add on at the end. You know, what I mean, to see what happened with him, and then. You know what I mean? Yeah. What what might happen? What might happen in his next few hours? Yep, 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 yep. You know the 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 desire for me not to put it in came from ah the audience doesn't need to know that you know but I think from a character point of view you know you're right Ralph is annoying in his own little ways and he does do things that you know he has these idiosyncrasies. Uh, that maybe that other thing would just be too far for the audience to go with him. But I think then the fact that that didn't happen, it, we're like, okay, you know, we're with you, Ralph. Uh, and also we know that the bailiff in his own little way is going to get his comeuppance for being such a nutter. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I, 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 I did like that little... You know what I mean? That little aside at the end. I mean that that worked for me. But uh, yeah, no. As as a first feature, I was like, huh, interesting, right? Because like, I just think you um you took some nice little you know steps with it. You know, like the red the red like imagery, the black and white, like just all of these little things and some of the the angles and you know in which you use to um, shoot the scene like just like in the bath it's not a face on it's just slightly to the side and down so you're viewing it at that certain angle you know, I mean when we first see Ryan it's a real close-up on him playing the video games it's just certain scenes just really works oh man that's a that I'm, I'm I'm flattered that you uh, that you felt that um, yeah, I have to give, uh, I'm just going to put my light on, it might change the, I have to obviously thank, um, oh my god, 
That's better. Um, I have That's to thank um, Shen Yu Nyu, uh, who we know as Sunshine, um, who is the, the cinematographer on the film. And she, she like leveled out all of us lads, as it were. I mean, we're not lads, lads, but you know, we, we were kind of in it from the beginning. My, the, the, fir- the first assistant was also a good friend of mine. And so there was, she, 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 she brought along with her her own crew, which was all female, and, and my wife was also producing, but there was this real nice balance. And through that, there was this calmness that me and her could make serious decisions about these strange things, you know? Um, and so, like, the even i mean the, the the look is is as much hers as it is mine you know and um i think she, we we had conversations about because a lot of the old noir movies are shot quite um i mean don't get me wrong there, there, there are lots of interesting things that they did but i think we wanted to be a little bit more i don't want to say expressionistic but like that that sort of thing you know we we, yeah. we wanted to yeah, feel yeah. a bit more dreamy and so um, also, because we knew we could get away with it, because uh, we don't have anyone with with money telling us what to do or what not to do, and I knew I was going to edit it. So, I mean, even the the sequence with the fighting, we shot that as a um, as a fight scene, um, and and it was a conversation that we had had back and forward, you know, about what are we going to do with it, and. Um, so I guess in a long-winded way, I'm saying it was like the, the visual style and the the strangeness that you're um, alluding to, or like the the interesting things. I think were were a product of collective thought and um, Ryan's great face. Oh, cheers! <laughs> thank you, thank you, Brad. <laughs> hey, I think you know making a first feature. It, it, it's the it's the time to take those bold steps. Mm-hmm right because you can experiment you can try things out and Mm. you know because it's hard to find your voice with things Mm. right because when you when you're first doing things you're always going to have a, a a slight attachment to certain creatives that have left an impression on you so you're you as you're going on you're finding your own voice and you only do that by taking you know chances with things mm-hmm. so it's like yeah it's a, it's an interesting thing to do like who were i guess who were your kind of the inspirations that kind of got you into this and whose visual styles you're like oh i like that mm-hmm. i'd like to try and incorporate that into what i do and yeah george like a ryan yeah actors mm. who you like and you think yeah, yeah oh, i'd no, like to give definitely. a perform- i'd like to have a strong performance like that person and yeah that kind of kevin uh that's a hard question um <laughs> the the, fight, the thing that the movie that comes to mind straight away is a razor heads and i the the uh, that was like a defining moment in my cinema education and like I remember seeing that I was about 13 or 14. Someone gave me this DVD and I put it on and I was like, you can make movies like this. They're like, I had no idea that American cinema could be this fucking crazy. Um, Mm. And so just the darkness and the, I mean, obviously the black and white, but Lynch's stuff after that, it's just so, 
I don't need to say, and I can't really say anything about Lynch, but I guess Lynch is, is a massive, his, his earlier stuff um, is a massive, un, um, you know, I, I, unignorable, if I can say that, influence on, on what I, um, what I want to do, I guess. Um, but I think you're right. Um, and I think ab about the, um, the idea of finding your voice and the importance of finding one's voice. Um, and these, these things that you mentioned about the red and some strange shots, choices or whatever, um, I already, they're already starting to enter my writing. And, and now I have like a better idea of when I'm writing, I can see the movie that I want to, I can see my quirks, you know, even yeah. though, I, I want to go into the process with a completely open mind. Um, yeah, Ryan, what about you? Um, I think when I was sort of like doing this film in terms of actors who I looked at, it was sort of like looking at actors who were quite sort of like the anti-hero or likable sort of villains. Um, so it was kind of, we, Vincent Cassell was someone who kind of comes to mind because we did uh, okay. see like Lehane um, and it was kind of like the same, well, not really the same thing, but in terms of like the style and like it being black and white was definitely a thing. And then sort of like looking at quite like stoic characters. So I looked at sort of like Tilda Swinton as well, uh, who was, you know, great. Cause it's just how she sort of carries herself on screen. So it was sort of getting that that sort of like mellow stoic character for Ralph and which performers I could see or look at who who kind of had that so there were two sort of like people who I, who I looked at. Cool yeah nice yeah I always just find that interesting like you know what I mean mm. In, like the things that compel people and, and bring people into stuff right? yeah that, that's always mm. an interesting thing so from doing all of this right has it has it just stated any new ideas any new collaborations what is next guys so i you know what the, the process of this was was great as george was saying there wasn't these uh well into i was brought on sort of as talent but i mean in just in terms of sort of like producers and filmmakers i really sort of like got to work closely with them and see like what was kind of being done and it was all about sort of like collaboration diying pulling all your sort of like connections together so outside of kind of acting i was sort of like doing like electronic music and like you know running my own sort of like electronic platform and that's really how we sort of like got the score involved with a guy called sempra andrew fuller so he then helped george so to answer your question i think it's just really you know utilizing sort of like the friends and the people we have in networking in that way and you know you can create like good art really um and that's that's hopefully what i plan to go forward with yeah uh, yeah, um, yeah. <clears throat> I think it, it follows on from your question, Kevin, about um, or your observation about voice and stuff. And I now I'm just not scared about what not to do or what to do. It's just about what is the idea and what do I want to do? And I'm able now to separate that from like stuff that I'm writing for other people or work, you know, and um and I think that there is this space that has been established. I'm, I'm working with Sunshine on my next, on a short film, which is made completely from CCTV footage because we don't have the, I don't know, it'll be a, a nightmare getting insurance and stuff for, for a crew. Um, and it also serves the idea, but 
I think what was established there, even if other people don't, you know, some people don't come onto another project with us for various reasons, <clears throat> was that we can all go off and do our own thing for money or for love or whatever. But I, I do feel that if it's not in two or three years, in five, six years, there is another film where we're all gonna have this safe environment. However, uh, I don't know, utopian that sounds to just uh, do something that we feel uh, is worth giving ourselves completely to. And like, I think Ryan underplays actually how much he was involved from the start. And because you, Ryan, you were there since before we even saw a script, you know? So me and Theo yeah. were in the movie with Ryan in mind and he was there in casting and he, like there was, he was there in production meeting. So it was all- yeah. It was a it was a massive collective uh, massive collective effort and, and Joel Petrikas, a guy he's an American filmmaker he made a movie that me and Theo love called Buzzard he talks about this idea of a film band like mm. and that's kind of why I started the production companies as Zetson because I felt like you know when you make music you can jam and stuff and I know it's free and I know that move, making films is different but I think with technology the way it is and if you have some friends that you can trust each other. Um, have some friends that you can trust, then there is the, the, there is time and space to operate as a kind of film band, you know, to jam in a way before you then go, okay, this is where we're going to put all our energy and for two weeks, we're all in, you know? Yeah. Um, and I guess to answer your question, we know that that can be done. So when I'm not afraid, as afraid anymore, you know? Oh, that's yeah. great. Yeah, it was really saying though, you're right about sort of like the band on set and sort of like, you know, working with, you know, you guys from sort of like pre-production to sort of post-production. There was this sense of that you kind of felt free to sort of like, you know, explore and sort of experiment because it is quite an experimental film. So that definitely was there in terms of, you know, the, the set. We definitely looked up there with Sunshine and all the crew. Like it was, yeah, it was great, man. It was really good. Yeah. Ah, super. Super. And yeah, I think that's something you do see from certain creators that they, every film, they're working with a lot of the same people, right? Because they built up those bonds, those trust, that chemistry. So I, I think it's a, a valid thing to um, take forward and especially to, I think, realize that from the giddy up, that, that, that's probably gonna, you know, serve you extremely well. You know, it's a great foundation to have. So yeah, I, I do look forward to seeing what's uh, what's next, guys. Thanks, Kevin. Yeah. Thanks, Kevin. Thanks. <laughs> no, I, I, yeah, I really appreciate your time. Really appreciate your time. So um, Thanks for having us. where can people um, keep track of you, <laughs> as it were? Cool. Um, I'll do the socials. Uh, yeah, so uh, you can follow us on uh, Instagram. Uh, that is Demon Movie, so at Demon Movie. And then on Facebook, I think we are Escape Forest Lodge, which is the hotel from the film. Right, and then right. if you just want to follow all my personal shenanigans, it's Ryan Walker Ed. That's Ryan Walker Ed. Yeah. Yeah, my personal. The the, the production company Instagram is the Zetsung Film. And um, my personal on everything is George L. Bartlett. Outstanding. Okay, so I'll, I'll include that in the episode information. But um, yeah, guys, thank you very much. Really appreciate the time. And um, I hope this is a um, huge success for you. Kevin, thank, thank you. you very much. Thank you so much, dude. Thank you. Okay. Hey.
No worries, man. No worries at all. All right, cool. Okay, people. Well, I hope you enjoyed that. Right, all the information go. You can follow these, um, you know, talented individuals. Their info is in the uh, episode notes. So go check that out, people. And remember, go take a look at part one of this week's episode. All right, and we will also be dropping an episode on Monday. Yes, so we'll be back a little bit earlier than normal. And go check out our BFI Flair coverage. All right, people? All right. So, until next time, peace.